Hey, thank you and good morning. It's a privilege to be here in Chattanooga with you all and to have this conversation about the future of freight and intermodal with everybody watching online. But hey, before we start talking about the future of freight, we need to take a step back, um, actually a jump back to the past. And we're going to step back to the year 1989. And for those historians in the room, the, you might recognize this as a very significant year in our industry. But at this particular time, our industry was completely different. It was different because railroads and truckers were fierce competitors. They didn't work together. It was different because really intermodal had not even been thought of. But then two visionaries came together, two pioneers, Mr. J.B. Hunt and Mr. Mike Haverty, who then was president of the Santa Fe Railroad. They came together and came together on what's now known as a very historic train trip departing Chicago. On that trip, they made a deal. They made a deal with a handshake. And they said, we're going to work together. We're going to work together because we need to do something different. Our customers are demanding that we create long-term value with a more efficient way to move freight. They didn't know what that deal was going to become, but in that discussion, they left and then set their teams to work. They set their teams to work to figure out how to put J.B. Hunt trailers on the Santa Fe Railroad. And when they did that, those teams came together and they came up with this idea and this brand and they called it Quantum. Quantum's a popular term today. They came up with this brand called Quantum and they set out to create new value for customers. And the business and the service just took off. It was explosive. The value that was created was also admired and looked at from several others. Other railroads and other truckers began working together and intermodal expanded. With that expansion, there was also continued innovation by both companies. We innovated with creating double stack containers, a privately owned chassis fleet, connecting our company's data, our operational teams, and also focusing on making our drivers more efficient, more productive in how they did their work going in and out of rail facilities. For that innovation, along with many others, um, it was really exciting to see Mr. Hunt inaugurated with or inducted into the inaugural class at the Supply Chain Hall of Fame, uh, along with Henry Ford and Malcolm McLean. So now let's really kind of move forward. Let's fast forward 30 years and what's happened. J.B. Hunt has become the world's largest 53-foot container operator. The BNSF has become the world's largest, fastest, and safest intermodal railroad. And with that, though, there's been some challenges in our industry. And the two of us knew we needed to do something different. So in the spring of 22, we announced a joint initiative where we were going to prioritize our customers' experience and try to find ways to improve the intermodal experience. We wanted to do that by investing in our people, our technology, and capacity. And at J.B. Hunt, we said we were going to expand our container fleet 
by 40%, up to 150,000 containers by 2027. The BNSF also said they were going to expand their railroad network, expand their track, their terminals, expand their technology, and also invest in their people. We started making great progress with that. But as you can see here as an industry, the intermodal industry continued to struggle. And the industry historically has been about 6.7% of the highway market. You can see that the share of that business started to decline and really coming into this year was down to almost 5.5%. That represents around 1.4 to 1.6 million loads. So you can look at that and say, okay, well, what is the growth of the industry? What's that look like? Well, not very good. As an industry, we've flatlined since 2017. So you can get kind of discouraged by that. Or in the spirit of Mr. Hunt and Mr. Haverty, you can also look at that as an opportunity. And you can think, what if, what if the industry would have continued growing and creating value for customers to do that at the same rate from 07 to 17? What would it look like for the next 10 years? Well, this is what it looks like. It looks like a tremendous opportunity. A tremendous opportunity for us to win back the share. A tremendous opportunity to create new value for our customers again, to win back their trust. But that's not enough. That's just what it could be, what it should be. But we also know we can take another leap forward. Another leap forward in the intermodal industry by doing something completely different. And so with the inspiring words of one of our co-founders, Mrs. John L. Hunt, I'd like you to listen to what she thinks about the future of intermodal. This, I will say, was the beginning of the biggest thing we've ever done. We're gonna order these containers, we're gonna put them on the railroad, and look at what it has become. All right, we're in the quantum phase of intermodal. And with quantum, in 1989, we launched quantum, quantum to take care of our customers' highway freight and put it on the train. And in 2023, we're bringing quantum back. We're bringing quantum back to create a completely unprecedented level of consistency, an unprecedented level of operational agility and that agility that can take care of our customers' most service-sensitive highway freight, freight that they've never thought about putting on the train. And we believe we can take a leap forward in doing that. And so, to help me talk about it a little bit further, I would like to invite our president in EVP at J.B. Hunt, Mr. Darren Field, as well as Mr. Tom G. Williams, Group Vice President of consumer products at the BNSF. Please help me welcome them to the stage. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks, Spencer. How are y'all doing? Good. Doing well. Good. Hey, we just made a big announcement, but um, before we get into that, uh, I'd like to just take a second. We had a big joint initiative that we launched in March of 22. And with that, I'd just like to take a step back and have each of you share um, what led up to that announcement? Why'd we 
Why do we do that? And Darren, maybe you can start. Sure. Well, I, I think as much as anything, it's an evolution of, uh, of our relationship for now more than 30 years. You know, that, that relationship and that foundation from Mike Haverty and Mr. Hunt is really built on a mutual commitment to deliver exceptional customer experience through, uh, through the intermodal products. Yeah. And that commitment is mutual to our customers and to each other. And as uh, we hadn't previously done a big announcement about hard capacity expansion, um, but as you I heard in your presentation, I mean, March of 2022, customers were frustrated with the experience they were having. And we wanted to make it a strong commitment to our customers publicly about expansion of those hard assets. And that's not the only thing that we're working on, but certainly the container fleet is the most visible part of our capacity. And so really wanted to show our customers that we're committed along with BNSF to expanding our capacity. Yeah, you bet. Big investment. And Tom, same from a BNSF perspective. Yeah, I mean, we've had a culture of collaboration, as you noted, that goes back um, over 30 years now. And so, you know, we made an announcement last year, but I would also say that that's just a continuation of what we've been doing for a long time in terms of getting our teams together, setting joint goals and executing against strategies that ultimately are, are designed to provide a better intermodal service for our joint customers. Yeah, yeah. Big um, joint announcement. And then really, you know, we, we set that up. We've been investing across the board, but uh, you might share, really, that was March of 22, um, over the last 18 months or so, um, what have we all been doing since? And uh, Tom, you might start with that. Yeah, so you know, I would think about the investments that we announced in 22 as foundational to providing a, a higher quality overall base level intermodal service that we can build upon. And so from a BNSF perspective, you know, really going back to 2019, we've invested over $2 billion in expansion capital alone. And a lot of those investments are strategically focused around the intermodal um, offering so that we can, one, add capacity, but also improve the consistency and reliability of the, just the base level service. So some of the facts around that, 90 miles of additional mainline tracks, so double and triple tracking in locations to provide a more consistent train service, eight miles of loading track at our ramps. We call those production tracks at our intermodal facilities, eight additional miles of, of those loading tracks and, and over 7,000 parking spaces. So again, um, capacity to handle additional volume and capacity to handle that additional volume more consistently over time. Yeah, Darren. Well, you know, when we, when we talk about the hard capacity, expanding containers, expanding lift capacity and facilities, it takes people, process, and technology together to execute on our commitment for our customers. And I think the collaboration together on people today in that last year, we have J.B. Hunt employees embedded with BNSF in Fort Worth in their planning center. We have uh, better defined, I think, our SOPs and how we, how we interact with each other in terms of making efficiency the, the goal for our drivers and for all of our employees. And then really integrating uh, our technology. You know, today our, our clouds talk to each other. Yeah. So really, we're, we're very integrated and working on all the behind-the-scenes roles that drive an efficient answer for our customers and that exceptional experience from Intermodal. Yeah, hey, one more thing before we get to Quantum. Um, just can each of you talk about really collaboration? 
um, and just uh, what you think about that from maybe from a strategic operational execution perspective? I know we've got this history of that. Well, I think that when we think about our customers and what they're asking us to do, the unique part of the BNSF JB Hunt relationship is our ability to take our customers' feedback, share with our rail partner what we think the customers really need and expect and want. It just they listen differently than I think anywhere else in the industry. And the, the actions we can take together to solve for our customers is the focus. And that collaboration, that willingness to listen to a customer's feedback and contemplate changes in the operating plan is really unique between the two of us. Yeah, and, and I think, look, at the end of the day, cargo owners want an intermodal service that is as, as simple to them as, as a truck-like service would be. And so if we're both optimizing our op- operations independently of each other, we're going to miss opportunities. And I think what's evolving here with uh, the continuation of our and the evolution of our relationship is we're optimizing that end-to-end service together as, as one integrated service. Yeah. Yeah. So this new JB Hunt BNSF service, Quantum, um, you know, share your perspective. I shared a few thoughts just a minute ago, but what's your perspective on quantum? Well, you know, I can't help but look back to Mr. Haverty and Mr. Hunt and their relationship and that initial goal yeah. to convert highway business. And then you heard Mrs. Hunt highlight it's the biggest decision, the biggest thing we've ever done at J.B. Hunt. And that was in 1989. Fast forward to today. You know, how can we be more agile, more flexible, more customized for our customers? And I think we, we have long seen a huge amount of business out there where we thought intermodal couldn't be, can be the right answer. But customers have been hesitant for, for a host of reasons. And so what can we do that's unique in the market and get, gain their trust, convince our shippers that we can serve their most critical business uh, consistently with the, the level of service they require. And so it's an enormous opportunity. It, it draws on our roots, but we probably had to make a few changes. And I think that's the work that we're doing today. Yeah. And just one more thing, Darren, I know we had a joint executive team meeting uh, yeah. back in the, in the, what, the fall of 22. We did. And, uh, and, you know, um, both executive teams, John Roberts, Shelley Simpson there in, in our whole executive team, Katie Farmer, CEO at uh, BNSF, she, she actually opened the session and challenged the whole yeah. room. What do customers want from us that they can't buy? And I think that that dialogue, that effort, and that discussion really led us to this program here today, and uh, we're excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, Tom. I do, I do think there's been a lot of awareness in, a, in our industry, both on the rail and the carrier side, has talked a lot about how much volume moves over the road in lanes that have an intermodal service. And so we know that opportunity is out there. And certainly having a core base service um, that is improved over where it's been historically from a consistent, consistency perspective is important. But this is really stepping forward in, in terms of putting our teams together to really take that next step and take an action to penetrate that additional market opportunity uh, by jointly planning and managing out uh, variability uh, on those end-to-end moves uh, for that additional volume. And so it's a, it's a joint planning effort. 
in a joint effort that we're doing together on exception management to really take that variability down to a more truck-like level. Yeah, yeah. So let's dig just a little bit deeper into quantum. You know, our core intermodal product is improving, but what makes quantum different? You know, I think it's all in the planning, and it's really how we take a customized answer and use the the teams that are working together hand-in-hand and, I, you know, J.B. Hunt has a long history of customizing answers in our dedicated business, in our highway business. And we, I think we've earned confidence from our customers that when we de- engineer an answer and really design it and then talk about what actions we can take through monitoring and be agile with that response when there is a problem. I think we know how to make intermodal be an answer for customers that need a really high level of service. And so really you're focused on getting the teams aligned, making sure that our communication with the customers around what their needs really are, and then how do we translate that into the BNSF operating system so that together we're both aligned in what the customers are expecting. And, and so all the work over the last year and a half is very focused on that so that we can go attack that market of highway business where we can gain back that share. I know you, you shared a chart highlighting that Intermodal has lost share. And so our mission with Quantum is to just expand the market, really grow the market so that we can go out and grow our business, create density. Density in our business creates efficiency and I believe it can actually lift the entire product. All of our business can perform better through the processes that Quantum is teaching us. And, and again, you made the point. I mean, I think if we were only trying to get back the share that you know has been lost through this uh, freight recession over the last couple of years in terms of that percentage of intermodal relative to highway moves, uh, we wouldn't necessarily be moved to launch this. This is really about penetrating additional markets. I mean, we know that inbound moves into warehouse, that inventory replenishment is a good fit for intermodal, but really targeting outbound direct-to-customer moves. Other, other moves that have traditionally maybe had a higher cost of failure and have avoided intermodal, we want cargo owners to take advantage of the carbon cost and capacity benefits of intermodal without sacrificing consistency. And so for that subset of moves, being able to take out that variability... And, and increase the intermodal spend and, 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 and leverage that value in a bigger way, um, you know, we're, we're excited about that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the work that um, really, both from a strategic and operational level, our teams have done together, and also with a few of the customers that have piloted Quantum really since July and seen some pretty dramatic results. And that really comes from walking through those what-if scenarios and that decision tree to make sure that we can help them meet their customer promise and do it with consistency, but also have the agility if there's any variability that shows up. So really excited about that, about what's going on today. But let's take uh, just maybe another few minutes and uh, talk about, you know, what's next. So we went back to the past. We had a 2022 discussion. We've talked about quantum, but what else are y'all working on together? Well, you know, hey, I, I think onboarding and growing our container fleet to 150,000 by 27, launching Quantum, all the work that our teams are doing to really regain the confidence and trust out of our customers through just everyday blocking and tackling and execution. We're very focused on the fundamentals of our business. We're focused on launching Quantum, a really a new, more in-depth, more uh, 
little bit more people intensive program and a lot of focus on that. But, uh, you know, I don't know what's next. I know it's going to be really big, though. Yeah. So I like the call out to big. I mean, one of the things that we do have on our future that is uh, announced, uh, we announced our future plans for the Barstow International Gateway in Southern California. And that's a multi-year expansion project. Uh, that we continue to track towards the end of 2027 to bring that additional capacity online and have a fully enclosed um, you know, ecosystem for bringing cargo in from the ports of LA and Long Beach and, and transload uh, on site and kind of move that transloading operation more efficiently further inland uh, with, a, with a rail origination as opposed to a dray origination from the port. So that's one thing, we've also announced capacity expansions in the future in the Phoenix and Denver markets to expand our logistics park footprints. And then as we think about the planning efforts, um, we're, we're centering our joint uh, team in what we're launching as an intermodal innovation center uh, at our offices in Fort Worth. And so we're bringing together all of the planning efforts, all of our operations, research and technology teams uh, that are aligned around intermodal into one location, one, one, one center at our office. We're calling it the Intermodal Innovation Center. And then we're also building technology solutions to better enable the, the planning that these teams will do together. Um, and so laying over advanced analytics algorithms to optimize the, you know, the move from pickup to train loading. We've done a lot of work within our hubs uh, with our load plan optimizer, which is an advanced analytic algorithm just to, to reduce um, truck miles within our facility and increase track turn times. And just as an example of that, at our Alliance Texas facility, we're taking out 20 miles of Hostler drive, driving moves uh, for each train that's loaded in about 45 minutes. And so that frees up capacity for growth. Uh, and then overlaying those advanced analytic algorithms onto the, the entire planning process back to the, to the truck gate jointly with J.B. Hunt is a big opportunity for us in the future. Yeah, you bet. Well, I love the, the way that we're getting even more connected. I love how we're aligned strategically, operationally, to where we can plan and execute with this new level of agility. And I think that, um, again, where we're at today, I I'm, I'm know we're going to have space in Denver and Phoenix and uh, be working with you to uh, maximize those investments. But the technology that we're using to drive productivity out of the investments we've already made. I think that's just another area for us uh, to continue to explore together and looking forward to that. So, you know, as we kind of wrap up, um, just want to say, you know, we're super excited about quantum, as you can tell. But, you know, we believe that quantum is the future of freight. That's why we're here at this festival. We also believe that quantum can write the next chapter in the future of freight. And so, if you want to learn more about that, you can come and see us at our booth. Um, you can also go to jbhunt.com, or you can contact your JB Hunt or BNSF representative. So really appreciate your time this morning and look forward to talking to you more about quantum. Thank you.